0: Good morning, welcome to Emmet Audio. Today, I want to talk about (coughs) letting go of things. I am in the middle of a bit of a reshuffle of my office, which is just the glorified upstairs landing. I talked about it a week or two ago. Uh, I got a desk, it's gonna help me get better at doing the administrative things because it will give it a home base. (laughs) process of shoehorning this desk into space, (coughs) I've had the chance to go through all the things that are in my office and decide what to keep and what to let go of. I haven't done it for all of the things in my office, but um, a certain pile of detritus on the floor got heavily sifted through, some systems got updated, (coughs) excuse me, and And, you know, it's always hard to let go of things, particularly because uh, once you've held on to something for so long, continuing to hold on to it has a certain logic to it, a certain sense. And... It can be hard to let go of something when you think, well, why did I keep it all these years? <clears throat> One of the things I let go of was a topo map of the area where I went to college. And I've held on to it for, well, I'm 39 now, so you do the math. I've held on to it for probably 20 years. I haven't had it on the wall since college, so. Why did I feel the need to keep it? Is it just that I like having topo maps on the wall? I grew up with topo maps on the wall of a downstairs bathroom of the whole area. (coughs) And it was really cool. It was a good way to learn how to read a map, just to have it right there. Uh, And to be able to visualize in map form all all of the places. Where are we gonna walk today, dogs? I think I'm gonna drive further down. But I don't need this topo map. Spent 20 years in a corner, picking up dust, let it go. Same thing with all those random notebooks that I'm no longer using for anything and never really got used for anything in the first place. Let those go. Big believer that life is change, that all of life is constant change, and that things grow and they wither and die, and the things that we give our time and attention to grow, and things that we don't pay attention to or don't give time or attention to wither away, and that's okay, I'm fine with that. often when we let things wither in our lives, the physical objects that used to be a part of that thing in our lives are the last vestiges of that time in our life. And it's fine to hold on to certain things, but so many things in our life that we don't use, no longer need, it's a tricky thing to try to determine what should I keep and what should I let go of, what is actually useful, what system is useful, what uh, brings me joy to have in my life, and what is just a vestige of something I used to care about but no longer do. I believe that this framework, this practice of letting go of things, is a a muscle. And the more you practice it, the stronger it gets, the easier it becomes. And certainly, I've seen... Cecilia get better over the course of our marriage at being able to do this. She was very... She found it very hard to let go of things when we first got together. And then as it became obvious that she was going to have to because there wasn't room in our lives back then for all of the things she was holding on to and me, um, she gracefully started to figure it out. Um, ah, fascinating. This wisteria is covering this house. It's really quite haunting. One of the things that I like about getting rid of things is that it seems like. The amount of space in your life for new and exciting developments is directly correlated to the amount of physical space in your life. And as the physical space that you have access to in your life becomes filled with stuff, and other ways that you're using it, the number of new things that you have flowing into your life likewise dwindles down. Think about when you had your first apartment and you didn't have hardly any furniture and everything was new and you're going to tag sales and finding cool things and meeting new people and, and then your life gets filled with stuff. And that stuff is, is it's, not a, it's not a woo-woo link, it's, it's just that the stuff, the physical stuff is a manifestation of the patterns in your life that have become established. The ways in which you're using your stuff to fill the moments of your days. And the the more set that is, the less you are looking for things, the less space you have to play with, the, the less you're going to say yes to things that come along. So I'm a big believer in opening up space in our lives. And I don't know whether it probably also has at least partly to do with the sort of ease of the ease of functioning. You know, a bookshelf that has lots of space on it can help you store new things as they come along. There's a space for it bookshelf that's full well then when a new thing comes along you are res- left to try to maybe reorganize things straighten things up try and create a little bit of space but there's not that ease of like oh yeah, yeah there's room just slot you in right here and I do think you need to work hard to keep things from encroaching on a space in my workshop, I have a clear list in my head of what is acceptable, what 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 is needed there for the for the business and, and it's I'm sure it's helpful that it's a very distinct function that this space, Is has. And beyond those things, I don't keep things in the shop. And sometimes that means that I need to gather up an armload of things and bring it down to the house. And you know where it ends up? It ends up in my office, often. And so then in my office, I've been trying to say, okay, what are... What are some of the functions of this space that could be moved elsewhere? You know, one of the things that was difficult with our house was because when we bought our house, we were, we had created an apartment in about a third of it. Um, Well, maybe more like whatever, two fifths, Uh, not quite half. And then five years after we had moved in, we took over the rest of the house. It is still to this day, there are still ways in which the organization of things is, it, like it doesn't occur to me. Oh, I should set up the storage this way in a logical fashion, as though I would moved into the house with as much money as we have now and sort of looked about and said, okay, what's the logical way to do this? No, we moved into the house with, we're much more cramped in terms of space and with no money to spend on any, or storage solutions or anything. So for instance, I have a big heavy box full of correspondence uh, from decades ago in one of the bottom drawers of one of the main dressers in my office where I keep tools and other things relating to the business. I I should get a filing box and stow those things away in the back of a closet, right? I haven't looked at them in years. I want to hold on to them. But they don't need to be taking up actual space in my office, right That's what closets and crawl spaces are for. And the fact that I haven't done it is merely because i uh it feels like well I need to put it in something mouse proof in order to put it back there and I'd have to buy that and well, I can buy that now with these solutions sometimes don't occur to us because there's one or two steps that need to happen before we can do the logical thing. I often find that I get rid of things in a wave that's triggered by the the change of a system that then allows for me to store things in a more logical way. Right? So uh, well here's a great example, for a long time I've held um, all the tools that I use for making scythe handles in a basket that my in-laws got me from Italy. It's a beautiful basket. But I was thinking, you know, gosh, I'd like to use this basket more, you know, it's not, I don't want to just sit around and use it for the several times a year that I make scythe handles. I'd like to use it to harvest things from the garden or, I don't know, bring stuff to a potluck. Well, uh, I have a a diddy bag, which is this round canvas bucket, essentially, with a wooden bottom that I made years ago that right now has been holding um, some axes, like carving axes because I was carrying tools up to my shop to photograph them for the book. And because my tool dresser was relatively organized, I was able to put those axes into the dresser, freeing up that bucket. That canvas bucket is now the perfect thing to hold the relatively few tools that I actually need in the scythe-making kit. The other tools can get stored away elsewhere. There's a bunch of junk at the bottom of the basket that had developed over years. Now I have the basket. And the bucket is a much more elegant system. It's going to work great. But it didn't occur to me to make those kinds of changes until there was this cascade of changes all brought on by the desk. And so I find that when I'm rearranging furniture, or rethinking the purpose of a space, or bringing a new piece of furniture in to try to facilitate some process. There's always a cascade, and in that cascade is an excellent opportunity to reevaluate what you have. Look, it used to be that it was hard to accumulate goods in life, right? You'd go into some peasant's hut And they'd have very few possessions. And they'd be prized. And there'd be a dearth of physical objects in their life. In some ways. In our lives, it's, it's all too easy to accumulate stuff. And some of it is valuable. And some of it is sentimentally valuable. And a lot of it we just keep because we feel guilty about getting rid of it. But I'm here to say when you do get rid of it you create the opportunity to have a life that is full of objects that you actually want in your life come on dogs hop in hop in let's go come on Maisie let's go good girl and not only do you create a life that's full of objects that you like But if you do it honestly, and don't just keep the object because it's cool, but let go of the things that you have that you're not actually using. I can think of a few that I have on my shelves. Well, then you create space in your life for new things. And there's one last thing that goes with that is that there's a, one of the reasons that people often Struggle to let go of things is because they either have a project that they think they're gonna use the thing for. I have a couple things like that. I have the aluminum stays from my old backpacking backpack, and I'm thinking, you yeah, know, these are perfect. I could make something with them someday. I have no idea what I would ever make with them, but they seem to me like a useful piece of material, so I've held on to them. Well, still holding on to them, but then there's objects where I I bought them because I wanted them, but it turns out I don't actually use them, so if I got rid of them, I'd feel like I'd wasted that money. Well, I need to get over that fact and recognize that I've already wasted that money. That money's gone, long gone, years gone, and guess what? I'm still here and money is still flowing and I think especially when you come from a place of not having much money it, it can f- be hard to swallow the, the sense of wastefulness of well I bought this thing and it was maybe it was expensive but then it wasn't actually what I wanted and now I feel really guilty about letting it go but I also feel guilty every time I see it because I'm not actually using it and I spent all that money on it Well, pass it along. Someone else will get a lot of joy out of it. And they won't have that same relationship with it if you just give it to them. They'll have the freedom of saying, oh, this is this beautiful object. But it doesn't have that valence of, oh, I spent a lot of money on it. So you have within you the ability to give someone a real gift. I mean, a literal gift, but also just the gift of object in their life that is free of those associations some of the things that I've cherished most in life have been gifts from other people and I think it's because what well, it reminds me of that person but also because it doesn't have that association of money now there are plenty of gifts that people give me that aren't exactly what I want but when it does hit the nail on the head so to speak it's really an amazing feeling and all the stuff that we have in our house, in our houses, in our lives, we have the ability to do that for other people in a way that is really special. Thank you for listening. Talk tomorrow.